0: Roman's product management podcast 10 product roadmapping mistakes to avoid the product roadmap is a great product management tool but it can cause significant issues when it is not appropriately used in this podcast episode I discuss 10 product roadmapping mistakes that you should avoid in order to fully leverage your product roadmap first mistake the product roadmap is a feature-based plan Traditional product roadmaps are usually output-focused plans that map a list of features like registration, search and reporting onto a timeline. Such a roadmap essentially states when a piece of functionality will be delivered. This can be reassuring for customers and stakeholders. But it has the following three drawbacks. First, a feature-based roadmap can give rise to and strengthen a feature-factory mindset where adding features is more important than creating value and making a positive impact on people's lives and the business. Second focusing on features, risks turning the roadmap into a tactical plan that overlaps with the product backlog, especially when fine grained features are used. This makes the roadmap harder to understand and it increases the effort to keep it up to date. Third, A product roadmap that is focused on features looks like a commitment rather than a high level plan that is likely to change. This will not only lead to disappointed stakeholders, it will also limit your ability to experiment and learn, to run sprints and discover the best way to address the user and customer needs and create value for the business. You can avoid these drawbacks by using a different roadmap type a goal-oriented or outcome-based product roadmap. As its name suggests, this roadmap focuses on product goals and outcomes, such as acquiring customers, increasing engagement, and future-proving the product by removing technical debt. Selected coarse-grained features might still be used, but they are now dependent on the goals. Every feature must serve a goal and be required to create a specific outcome. A handy tool to create a goal-oriented roadmap is my Go product roadmap which you can download for free from my website romanpischler.com. Second mistake. Roadmap goals are features in disguise. While goal-oriented roadmaps can be very beneficial, they're not always applied effectively. A common mistake I see product people make is to use product goals that are features in disguise. Say that I'm about to create a product roadmap for a healthy eating product. Would the two statements measure calorie intake and determine blood sugar level then qualify as product goals? I don't think so. In my mind, they describe product capabilities or features, and they characterize the solution. They do not state why it is worthwhile to progress the product. Therefore, be careful not to mix up goals and features ensure that your product goals always capture the desired outcome the product should create, not the output. A good test to understand if a product goal describes an outcome is to ask the why question. For example, I could ask myself why it would be helpful to measure calorie intake. The answer would then reveal the true goal, such as help the users improve their eating habits. Third mistake, stakeholders determine the roadmap contents. Do your stakeholders ask you to add specific features to the product roadmap? If that's the case, then you're not alone. It's not uncommon that product roadmaps are driven by stakeholder requests and that individual stakeholders want to have their features included. While it is important to actively listen to the stakeholders, you should not allow them to dictate the roadmap content. Your job is not to please the stakeholders, but to achieve product success. If you say yes to every request, you are in danger of creating a Frankenstein product. A product that is a collection of unrelated features, offers a weak value proposition and gives rise to a poor user experience. Decline stakeholder requests if they aren't aligned with the product strategy. If they are, then look for a product goal that the feature supports. If there is none, then either adjust the plan by amending an existing goal or introducing a new one, or reject the feature request. This of course assumes that you are adequately empowered, and that you have the final say on strategic product decisions. Fourth mistake, the person in charge of the product creates the roadmap on their own. Another common roadmapping mistake I witness is the opposite of the one just described. The person in charge of the product creates the roadmap on their own without any input from the stakeholders and development teams. This approach is problematic for the following three reasons. First, it does not leverage the creativity and knowledge of the stakeholders and development teams, which makes it harder to get the product roadmap right. Second, it risks creating a plan that is not clear to the stakeholders and development team members, that lacks a shared understanding, and causes misalignment. Third, people are less likely to support a product roadmap if they haven't had the opportunity to contribute to it. In the worst case, the stakeholders and development teams pay lip service to the plan, go off in different directions, and follow their own goals. You should therefore adopt a collaborative approach where you involve the stakeholders and development team members in creating, reviewing, and updating the product roadmap preferably in the form of a collaborative workshop. Strive to come up with a plan that helps maximize the value your product creates and at the same time is inclusive and attracts as much support as possible. And I discuss techniques that help you do this in more detail in the podcast episode, Making Effective Product Decisions. Fifth mistake is, The roadmap is not systematically connected to the product strategy and the product backlog. While the product roadmap is a plan in its own right, it is a mistake to create and manage it in isolation. This would result in a roadmap that is not aligned with the product's value proposition and business goals, and in a product backlog that is not linked to the roadmap. This in turn can lead to inconsistent and wrong product decisions. Strategic decisions don't direct tactical ones, and insights from the development work don't help progress the roadmap. My product strategy model, which I discussed in a recent podcast episode, positions the roadmap between the product strategy and the backlog. The roadmap states how the product strategy will be implemented in the coming months, and it directs the product backlog. The former is achieved by translating the needs and business goals stated in the strategy into product goals. The latter is enabled by using the next product goal to focus the product backlog. Sixth mistake, the roadmap is a fixed plan. Some people mistake the product roadmap for a rigid plan that must be executed. But any roadmap is based on what is currently known. As you start implementing the plan and as you learn more about how to best meet the user customer and business needs, the product roadmap is likely to change. This is a good thing. It helps you maximize the value the product creates and offer the best possible product instead of blindly following a plan that might be outdated. You should therefore review and adapt the roadmap on a regular basis. To do so, consider any product strategy changes, the development progress made, and larger product backlog adjustments that may affect the roadmap. Assess the product roadmap together with the key stakeholders and development team members at least once every three months, as a rule of thumb. Consider combining the strategy and roadmap reviews to ensure that the two plans stay closely aligned and to minimize the time spent in meetings, as I discuss in more detail in my book Strategize. Seventh mistake, the roadmap is speculative. As useful as a roadmap can be, there is no point in creating a speculative plan that is built on wishful thinking rather than empirical evidence. This would most likely result in disappointment and failure. To maximize the chances of creating a realistic, actionable product roadmap, you should first create and validate a product strategy. This includes systematically addressing the key assumptions and risks contained in the strategy, and collecting data that shows that you have chosen the right target group, the right needs, standout features, and business goals. To put it differently, do not create a product roadmap if you haven't got a validated product strategy in place. Additionally, only look as far into the future as you realistically can. Don't use a roadmap if you cannot see beyond the next product goal, which can happen when you work on a brand new innovative product. In this case, only use the one product goal that you have identified. As you work towards this goal, you will hopefully better understand how you can progress your product in the future and be able to create a realistic product roadmap. Eighth mistake. The roadmap is over ambitious. It can be tempting to create an ambitious plan that impresses the stakeholders and secures support and funding. But a product roadmap with unrealistic goals can turn the development effort into a death march. The development team members regularly work over time, are permanently stressed and end up being exhausted. Consequently, creativity, motivation, and productivity drop, and people's well-being and health suffer. Additionally, more errors and mistakes occur, and software quality is often compromised and this makes it harder and more expensive to update the product in the future. You should therefore do your best to ensure that your product roadmap is realistic and that it supports sustainable pace, that the team members can implement it without being overworked, losing motivation, and falling ill. The best way to develop such a roadmap is to involve the development team members in the roadmapping work, preferably in the form of collaborative workshops, as I mentioned earlier. Listen to their views with an open mind and don't pressurize them to agree to the roadmap contents. Instead, take their concerns seriously and iterate over the plan and adapt it until it has become feasible. Ninth mistake, the roadmap is mistaken for a release plan. Some product roadmaps forecast how a major release or a new product version is developed. But that's a mistake in my mind, as the roadmap is the wrong tool for this job. A development effort is best managed by a release plan, for example, a release burndown chart. The burndown chart helps you track the progress from sprint to sprint, and it allows you to anticipate if a specific product goal can be met on time and budget, or how long it will take and how much it will cost to do so. This helps you guide the work of the development team and make the necessary adjustments, such as removing functionality from the product backlog. In other words, a release plan helps you maximize the chances of meeting a specific product goal. The product roadmap, however, states how a product is likely to evolve over a longer timeframe. It is not based on the product backlog, but on the product strategy, and it contains several product goals. Therefore, Don't confuse the two plans, but use separate artefacts to capture them. Tenth mistake. The right product roadmap tool is what matters most. A final mistake I see product people make is to believe that the right tool will address their roadmapping challenges. A while back I was working with the product management team at a large publishing company. The team lacked an effective product roadmapping approach. But instead of acquiring the relevant knowledge and discovering the right roadmapping practices, the team tried to shortcut the process by licensing a powerful roadmapping tool. As they lacked the relevant expertise, they were not able to customize the tool to their needs and failed to take advantage of it. As Grady Booch once said, a fool with a tool is still a fool. I therefore recommend that you establish a product roadmapping approach that works for you before you decide which, if any, specialized roadmapping tool is right for you. To get started, choose a simple tool that is easy to use and that allows the stakeholders and development team members to view and contribute to the plan. This might be a PDF document, an electronic spreadsheet, or the collaboration tool you use at your company. I hope you found my advice helpful. You can learn more about successfully working with product roadmaps by attending my product strategy and roadmap training course, which is available online, and by reading my book, Strategize. Thank you for listening.